you doing? Spanning the globe to bring joy to one and all. All right, boys, prepare to be dazzled. Writing the wrongs. That's what I'm talking about. Your daily dose of positive nuggets. Oh, I'm so happy. I can't even feel my arms. A show for the faint of heart. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Spreading sprinkles of knowledge as far as the eye can see. You is talking loco and I like it. Jay Daniels. Well, there's nothing like experimenting. Kevin James. My life is good. Really good. It's that I just don't care. And anyone else who wants to work for free. It's Spokane's official morning show. Jay and Kevin. Well, hello. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and adults of all ages and sizes. Hello and hi there. It is I, the Righteous Reverend Jay Daniels, broadcasting a live from beautiful downtown Spokane, Washington, 99201, live from Studio C, second floor digital world broadcast center of the KXOY building. It is a Thursday. It is the ninth day of November, 2023. Welcome. Hello. Welcome back, Kevin. Gosh, dang it. Well, no, I'm off the hook. What happened? I missed my mom's birthday yesterday. Well, I don't know if you're up to Talking hook. about not having any idea... <laughs> No, I'm in, I am off the hook. Because of the travel? She's out of the country. Oh, that's right. I forgot, yeah. She is um, on a cruise somewhere. So you're saying she's not reachable? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I. that's why I didn't send her a message. Right. <laughs> not because I forgot. And anybody listening, keep it secret, okay? <laughs> I just didn't know the date, Jay. It's one of those things. Yeah. You'd think with a flight, maybe you'd know the date, but that's not the case at all. I or just, like with a calendar. Nor idea, nor... <laughs> No idea the date yesterday. No idea uh, about anything. Well, you're, you're... I sat there this morning and just stared at my pills when it said Thursday. And mm-hmm. I was like, how did I not take these yesterday? Uh, the, the confusion oh, on the day. No. The fact that it's only Thursday does not seem possible. Uh, yeah, it's a little weird. But you know what? Here we are and you made it. Is it is Thursday. So happy. I bet. It's Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, gosh, I wanted to ask producer Steve something last week, and I forgot, and I just remembered it. First of all, good morning. Good morning. You Hello. Do you consider yourself a rule follower? For the most part. Yeah, I feel like, don't you think, Kevin, of all... Yeah, I think he's... For sure. Like, if there was... I mean, to almost to a T, where he'd be like, oh, I don't know if I can do that, because it says on the label not to do that. So right. here's my question. <laughs> yep, those labels, they get me. They do. Yeah, you're like, oh, the label said no. It said take two. I certainly couldn't take three. I feel like he's that guy. Is that correct or no? Yeah, I would say in most situations, yeah. And so my question is, and this may determine whether you get to keep your job or not. I don't know. All right. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> that took a turn. It did, yeah. Quick. Uh, you've taken cough syrup before, right? Uh, yes. As an adult? Uh, probably at okay. some point. So let's say you have a bad cough and you have cough syrup. You go to the, the uh, drugstore and you get your cough syrup. Mm-hmm. Do you use the little cup or do you just like take a shot out of the bottle? Oh, just chug it out of the bottle. Oh, um, thank God. Uh, oh, did you say or or did you say you take it out of the bottle? I said or. Oh, I mean, uh, go ahead. I... I guess I really don't know, um, <laughs> but based on that reaction, my res- my response is I don't think you're going to like because I would probably put it in a cup. I'm sure you would. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, well, the good news, Kevin, is he can have all I the cups both. we've never used, I guess. Because- you, you wait, you take it out of the bottle, then you pour a cup, and then you take a second shot? If I shot. have a brand new one with the, uh, with the one cup- One for me, one for me, one for When me, I get one. a brand new one with the cup, Jay, <laughs> yeah. I will take it, drink it out of the cup- 
And then I, I, I lick the inside of the cup, like, right? Like you do with a Jello shot, you know, when you get your tongue. I don't, down in there, but I understand you what you're saying. Out. Mm. Hello, Jello shot people. Good morning. I don't know uh, that one. You just put your tongue down in there. Have you never done a Jello shot? I believe I did a long time ago, but I don't believe I put my tongue into the cup to to clear it out, as you say. Oh, producer Steve, have you done a Jello shot? I have, and that's what you're supposed to do, but huh. not what I've done. What do you do? Well, just struggle. <laughs> okay, yeah. that I believe. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that checks out. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> no. Yeah. And then what I do is I, I rinse the cup out, and after I've used it the first time, I use those cups for salad dressing. They are the greatest. They are two tablespoons, yeah. which mm. is exactly what a serving of salad dressing is. I understand. And then you just pour it in there. And I, I don't have any right now. Eventually, I always lose them, throw them yeah, away, yeah. whatever. I'll start saving and, all of mine. Yeah, you, I, I need a few. I, just out of curiosity, have you ever put cough syrup in your salad dressing? So while you're eating your salad, you're dealing with oh, your yeah. cough at the same time? Yep. Yeah, just to feel better. That's a good, healthy salad. <laughs> I was going to say, that seems like a very healthy combination. <laughs> yeah. The Big 999 Country. I don't know, yeah. Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Anybody who reads that much, I think that really does a number for you. Huh? Readers are leaders, Jay. That's what oh, they say. Oh. Did you read that or did someone tell you that? Kevin James. What do you think his number one rule for keeping his brain <laughs> sharp just is? just blew it off like I didn't even ask him a question. It didn't. <laughs> I, you know the answer. <laughs> On the big 99.9 9 Coyote Country. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. Howdy there. Appreciate the applause. Thank you. I needed that this morning. Uh, what doth this say about me? <laughs> I got home and, uh, well, actually, I found out yesterday that one of the guys who works for me with the, the DJ stuff, he, of course, knows the code to my garage. He knows the whole deal. Like, I mean, he takes equipment there all the time. And he knew that I had DJ equipment in the back of my car because I DJed very late Friday night and then left Saturday. And I was just like, dude, I'm not unloading it. My car is going to set in the garage. I can unload it when I get home. And he sent a little message that said, hey, your car is completely unloaded. I put all this stuff away. And I was like, dang. Just like in the middle of the week, he went to my house and put all this stuff away. And I thought, well, that's really great. I you know what? I am such a great boss, and obviously he loves working for me and thought, you know, I need to do a favor for him. And then he said, I was going to ask you, but I knew you were busy doing interviews, so I just borrowed your car yeah. to go pick up some stuff that we needed that wouldn't fit in one of our cars. And I was like, ah, there's the truth of it. That's how it got unloaded. So at first I thought it was just because I was great, but then what it, what it was was he just realized so wait. Ah, Kevin's a pushover. I, I could just take his car. He's not going to care. He, he unloaded your car for you, and instead of thinking he was great for doing that, you thought you were great. No, I, no, I thought he was great. Okay. That it was something that he did very nice for me. Because right? you're great. If you're a crappy boss, no one's doing that for you. Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe, right? they're, tr maybe they're just they're trying not to getting paid for it. You know what I mean? That's like one of those where, I mean, wait, have I paid him? Oh, yeah, boy. I think I did. Oh, boy. Pretty sure I paid him for that. I'm real good at that, and I overpay. Seems like it. I overpay him all the time. He knows. <laughs> he always says, "Why?" I'm like, I don't know because I really appreciate it. Um, but it was just was one of those where I was like, "Wow, 
And he goes, yeah, I kind of felt bad about it, but not really, because I knew you'd say yes. And I'm like, I guess that's true. I don't really care. You can use my car when I'm gone. What's your code? Hello, my name is Producer Steve. Producer Steve. Producer Steve. Hi, Steve. I am your biggest fan. Thank you so much. Steve is my middle name. My first name is Producer. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Producer Steve. Who loves orange soda? Steve loves orange soda. <gasps> oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, it's true. Ooh. Already for this? Oh, yeah. Please welcome to the show the one and only Producer Steve. Producer Steve. Hello, buddy. Hello. How we doing today? Oh, we're doing great. Feeling good. Had a uh, nice big meal yesterday. Really? Yes. You know, it's sometimes very difficult to get the right proportions for one person. Like it's, I feel like it's easier to serve two people, three people, four, whatever. And uh, yeah, I think that might be true. Yeah. You mean as in making stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's very fair. Yeah, it's hard to make the. Portion for one. I feel like that's really at a restaurant because they bring you one portion. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. At home, that is hard. Yeah. So I had a situation yesterday where, or well, actually, this was part two of a situation because (laughs) I had bought a big box of like fried shrimp at the grocery store. Okay. And I was like, oh, this will be perfect. And it says on the box like half, you know, cook 10 to or bake for 10 to 12 or 12 minutes you know bake the other half 10 to 12 minutes or whatever so i was like ah i could eat half in one sitting and another half in another sitting sure there's a lot of shrimp a lot of shrimp so did and you cook it all at once or do you, or does it come in like in separate bags or how does that work it came in it was like just a box okay and it was like family size shrimp and i was like ah well okay i could probably you know devour half yeah and it was just a little bit too much, but it was delicious. So you ate half, though, half a box of shrimp? Yeah. Wow. Twice. <laughs> yeah, so you ate the whole box yeah. right now, but you just didn't. <laughs> what does one serve with shrimp out of a box? Well, I did have some mac and cheese with it the second time. There we are. Oh, nice. Now we're right. in. <laughs> which I'm, which, which Shrimp have... mac. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, That's probably we... why you got full. I don't, I don't blame the shrimp. Yeah. Although the first time I only had the shrimp. And it was still, still very just, filling. Just a little too much for some reason because it was like a full plate. Right, yeah. Like a mound. That's a, yeah. <laughs> it's a pile. I, yeah. It's a pile of shrimp. Yeah. I used to not really like shrimp, Steve, and then I decided I really enjoyed them. And we were in Mexico one time and the restaurant or the you know, it was the all inclusive thing. And it was oh, yeah. shrimp night. Oh, where man. they had all these different flavors of shrimp. Also in a big pile, I would imagine. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> it was just like tubs of shrimp. Yeah. With, these are garlic shrimp. These are spicy shrimp. These are teriyaki shrimp. Like, whatever you could dream Bubba of. Bubba gum shrimp. Yeah. Mm. And I thought, there's shrimp. You can't, there's no way I can eat enough to make me full. <laughs> I might have had. A hundred pieces of shrimp. It was, I was so sick the rest of the night. I was like, why did I do that? Because they're little, right? And they're just easy to eat. And you just think, oh, they're shrimp. They're fine. Right. That was my thought process. Exactly. And then later you go, oh boy, those went down easy, but that's, that's more than you think in there. (laughs) Yeah. No, I posted on my Facebook uh, page before I devoured all of it. I was like, too much shrimp? Maybe. 
we'll see. <laughs> and uh, pretty much everyone commented like, no, nah, it doesn't look like enough. And I was like, well, pictures can be deceiving. Right, uh, right. Yeah. Should have put well, something in there for reference. That's true. You know, it's yeah, like, like oh. your size of your stomach. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but if they no, know that, I mean, you're not, not the, although you're the kind of guy that being a smaller guy, it would not surprise me at all if you were one of those that can just eat nonstop. Because everyone, you know, Jay, there's always those yeah. small guys that can just put it away. And you're well, like, well, they're always the competitive eaters. Every competitive yeah. eater you ever see like, is like a small what guy. What is happening? It was good, though. I'll, t- I'll say that. Maybe we could put you in for competitive eating. Have you ever been in an eating contest? You know, I hmm, I think I did like a pie eating contest. How did we finish point. in that? Not very good. Mm. Yeah. It's hard, man. This, I, we, Kevin, we tried that tip before, and it's not. That's yeah, one of the hardest not, things ever. Not easy. No. The only one I think I did that was super successful, and it, it's I don't know. It's just so easy for me. The egg thing, where I wanted to eat ten eggs in one minute or something, right? And that was easy. Remember the time I was in the chicken eating contest, and I bit into that one, yeah, and it wasn't that, cooked. Oh, yeah, it was. That's no that good. was many, 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 many years ago, and. <laughs> Jay was in a fried chicken eating contest, and the problem was they were trying to make a lot of fried chicken as fast as they could, Yeah, and they needed more, and apparently they did not... Uh, <laughs> cut a little corner there. Fry? Yeah, c- cut a little corner there. Yeah, that, I feel like that's very important in a food eating contest. <laughs> I think it was important, yeah. I didn't win that contest. I stopped eating. The Big 99.9 Coyote Country. Some would say... Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Kel was kind of the, you know, he was the goofy one. He was super funny. And you kind of thought that maybe he would be the star. Keenan was, he was good, but he was a little more quiet. Kevin James. Keenan Thompson went on to great things, as we know, the longest running cast member ever of Saturday Night Is that Live. what he is, honestly? Yeah. And Kel, I don't think I've seen him do anything. He was on Dancing with the Stars. Like we said. <laughs> on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. All right, we'll be qualifying y'all for a chance to win home for the holidays, which is, you know, airfare to wherever you feel like going, up to $2,000. That's a lot. Uh, all right, Audio Vault. Well, obviously, the CMA Awards show last night happened. The most talked about thing after the CMA Awards show was what, Kevin? Uh, I don't know what it was. I'll tell you. I have not done a lot of, you know, well, I got you, home late. You're partially excused for that. You were on a plane until yeah. like 9.30. Terrible and then, travel yeah. plan. I need to do better next year. I just I just watched most of the show this morning. I like watched like an hour last night, and then my, my daughter called from overseas. And so, you know, it's like pause, and then now it's 10, and then I'm like, ah, just watch it in the morning. But the most talked about thing is Winona, at the very beginning in the opening number with Jelly Roll, when oh. she, as she was walking out, you could tell something was wrong. She was like stiff-legged. Oh, no. Eyes wide open and wasn't singing as good as, as she normally sings. And then when she got to Jelly Roll, she death-gripped his jacket with her right hand and just stared at him. And there was a moment when he was singing where he looked at her like, you okay? are you good? And she was not good. She just stood there like a statue holding on to his jacket, and then he was holding on to her arm, and you could tell he wanted to move around, but it was not happening. She was not letting him go. So she uh, got wow, on her I tour bus. all that. She got on her tour bus, and then she, well, she did what she says right at the beginning here. She started reading comments about her performance, and then she felt like she had to address what had happened last night. Okay, so they say don't read the comments. I've read the comments. 
and uh, I'm just going to come clean with y'all. I was so freaking nervous. I got out there and I looked at Jelly Roll. I wanted it to be so good for him. I could cry right now, but I'm not going to because I'm such a fan of his and he asked me to sing. And I said, absolutely. I got out there and I was so nervous that I just held on for dear life. And that's the bottom line. I'm on my way now to Texas to do a show tomorrow night. The Back to Y Tour resumes. I'll be on stage tomorrow night with the people I love the most and with you, the fans I love the most. And all is well. Yeah, well, that moment's big. It's a big moment on a big stage. It seems almost impossible to believe that somebody with as much experience as Winona Judd would be that nervous. She said that um, when she came back and started singing after her mom's death. Just uncomfortable. That she had that uncomfortable, anxious feeling on stage sometimes, which is a weird deal because, like you said, she's thinking Winona and she seems so confident. Yeah. But maybe that just really. She got in her own head with it. Steve, did you see it last night, that moment? I did, but I, I didn't really notice it in real time, I guess. And then when you mentioned it this morning, I was like, oh, yeah. I, I, I thought the like the hanging on was just kind of one of those things like, you know, people do when they're on stage. They yeah. they look at each other. They sure. you know, hold hands. Or, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, so <laughs> I didn't think it was quite that. But, you know, I'm not very observant, so... <laughs> Never been accused of being the most observant person in the world. Nope, nope. Can't yeah. say that I have. Yeah, it was uh, it was uh, weird. I was just glad that she's fine. I was yes, actually concerned. Sure. I, I yeah. instantly thought health issue or something. Absolutely, Kevin. Way yeah. better that it was, you know, just nerves got the best of her. Um, The Brothers Osborne with their acceptance speech, they were funny last night. Did you see that one, Kev? Nope. Oh, man. Well, I mean, I didn't have to. They're my guys. <laughs> Everyone in the category, we're all sitting down, having a good time together. Dan and Shay, you all the best. Maddie and Tay, Warren Treade, <laughs> Brooks, awesome. Brooks and Dunne, Brothers Osborne. <laughs> okay, that was good. Yes, because we've done that every single They're time, fun guys. Yeah, we we always do that. Dan and Shay, Maddie and Tay, and all the other rhyming names. But when he did Warren Tree Day, that was the one. <laughs> that got you. It did. It did. He made me chuckle. Very fun. Yeah. Uh, and then Jelly. Oh my gosh, that <laughs> dude's the best. When he won, and he he kind of did the, the you know the first part of his speech was just kind of like the you know regular yeah, old thanking everybody, yeah, regular old speech part. And then Jelly stepped to the pulpit and became preacher role. But most importantly. There is something poetic about a 39-year-old man winning New Artist of the Year. I don't know where you're at in your life or what you're going through, but I want to tell you to keep going, baby. I want to tell you success is on the other side of it. I want to tell you it's going to be okay. I want to tell you that the windshield is bigger than the rearview mirror for a reason. Because what's in front of you is so much more important than what's behind you. Let's party, I love when he's so loud, you almost can't understand what he's saying at the end. And then they flash to the transcript of it. Kevin, when they flash to the crowd and people are just laughing their heads off and loving every second of it, it was like, oh my gosh. Parker McCollum was the one who made me laugh when they cut to Parker McCollum. He had the biggest grin on his face and he's just like, let's go. And, and he's so great because he gives a shout out to all the other you know people in the category beforehand. He does a great job with that as well. Yeah, for sure. But then he just. And it's genuine, man. He's 39-year-old guy who 
is the best new country artist. I mean, like that that is awesome. His- and, and then he just, mm-hmm. you know, in true fashion of being a good dude, he's like, you know, he makes his point very very well, and then ends it with "Let's party Nashville." Let's party Nashville. <laughs> That's icing right on top of it the cake. It was. Right it was like the ultimate mic drop, and then just see ya. I forget that uh, Jelly Roll is a Nashville guy too. Like grew up in that area, right? Hometown. Yeah. So yeah. that's always kind of a weird one too. You don't get a ton of people who are actually from Nashville. Yeah, that is that is pretty weird. Most people are obviously from somewhere else, but yeah, that was finally that- the end of it. I I think I figured it out. It's the the windshield is always bigger than the rearview mirror. For a reason. And what, yeah, for a reason. And what lies ahead of you is way more important than what's in your past. I want to tell you that the windshield is bigger than the rearview mirror for a reason. Because what's in front of you is so much more important than what's behind you. Let's party, Nashville! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's hard not to like that guy. It is. It's hard indeed. That yeah. is great. Yeah. I, I want to give that speech at some point in my life, and I yes. don't know if I'll ever be able to do it as passionate as Jelly did. I they, they're calling it, Kevin, the greatest uh, CMA speech in the history of CMA speeches. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I wow. saw it listed as one of the greatest, and then I was like, oh, I want to see the list of the other great speeches. There are some other cool ones. Not I mean, Nobody presented it like that, where they got all no. wound up, where the crowd was like cheering for an extended period of time. Some are more poignant, you know, what, that one? Well, and you could also, you maybe you would get one line of that, where it's like, you know, you start to yell one sentence or whatever and get really fired up and say, let's party Nashville. He had he kept it going for a minute. Oh, man. Yeah, what was the length of it from when he said he was 39 years old? Let's see. There's, uh, I can do math. It's hard. Oh, no. 27 seconds. But most importantly, there is something poetic about a 39-year-old man winning new artist of the year. I don't know where you're at in your life or what you're going through, but I want to tell you to keep going, baby. I want to tell you success is on the other side of it. I want to tell you it's going to be okay. I want to tell you that the windshield is bigger than the rearview mirror for a reason. Because what's in front of you is so much more important than what's behind you. Let's party, Nashville! <laughs> That's your audio vault. For a Thursday, it's November 9th, 2023. Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. We interrupt this program to bring you a special news bulletin. I just got this Uh off of Twitter three minutes ago. Heavy traffic in Airway Heights with a delay of two minutes. Oh, my God. Kevin James. Two minutes. Two minute delay. Thank goodness you posted that. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9. Coyote Country. Uh, the trip to Nashville and back was, uh, you know, um, interesting. For us, we had uh, lots of layovers, changed flights, missed connections, all the fun stuff. And then, But then you came home yesterday, and I didn't get a chance to ask you, was it, like, stress-free? It was, uh, yeah, it went pretty much as planned. A little bit late from Dallas coming to Spokane, mm-hmm. but... Uh, nothing, nothing crazy, Jay. That that was well, that's the, good. the good news. It was nothing uh, too crazy, except for, uh, I mean, a few little complaints I have about. And actually, if you two, I was going to ask you this: if there was any way, I you probably can't do it, Jay, because you have to push all the buttons. Over okay, there. all right. But if Steve could come in and sit in this chair and <laughs> sit right on top of me, <laughs> that would make me feel right at home. I got your back. <laughs> Just right there. Cuddled up, snug. Full flights oh, yeah. are the worst thing in the world for a big fella. 
Well, I think they're bad for everybody. They are. But it's but I understand that the there's a, an additional You you can't I mean Well, they're I, all full. Yeah, I, and I don't I mean? sit I don't fit in a seat very well and I I feel bad for the person next to me. I feel bad for me because it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like I can't move. I can't do it. I just like get in, I just wedge myself in there. And then just try not to move. I will say this, that I think every flight I've taken, except for the last flight in the last few years, has just been, you know, they're like, there's not one empty seat. And they're not lying. They feel like they, there aren't any. And then the only beauty of having your flight delayed by so long that you're flying from Phoenix at 930 on a weekday to Spokane, Washington, that flight's got a lot of open seats. That that one That's was... That's what I... And I was so happy last night when... The final flight from Dallas to Spokane, which is a long one. It's like yep. a four-hour one. Right. It was... It opened up a little? There was. There were like five open seats on the plane. Wow. And was there I one went, near you? I went and asked the at the desk first. I said, hey, is there any... I said, I know I picked a seat that had an empty seat next to it. How are we? I don't and think you're supposed to pick your seat. Huh? You chose your... Anyway, go ahead. Oh, yeah. No, no you pick your seat. Oh, okay. Just can't pick your nose. Oh, that's true. Especially not after picking your seat. Right. Yeah. That's a bad combo. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. And they, she was like, "Um, "What seat are you in?" I've noticed that they are B. They are not (laughs) helpful. Jay, that was the first flight. I'm like, the first flight, I was like in 38 F. Have you ever done that? 38 rows. (laughs) I've done that too. Where I go, God, wow, this is a big plane. Big plane, sir. You're in uh, row 77. Yeah. And it's either B or E, and you're like, oh, goo. So I told her, and she goes, yeah, there's actually an empty seat next to you. So, Oh, nice. Your seat's so bad. She goes, you should be fine. No one else wants that row. And I was like, okay, good. Hallelujah. That that, that made the, the last four hours awesome. coming home yeah. totally better. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, so that, that, that was great. And I do appreciate the fact that they have the live TV or whatever, or where you can watch TV or free entertainment. I watched the movie Champions. Okay. With Woody Harrelson. Have either one of you seen this movie? Uh, Woody no. Harrelson is a coach. Uh, he's like an I want to see that. Yeah, yeah, he's like an NBA coach or whatever, and he gets fired for bad behavior, yeah, and yeah. he was drinking and driving, and as community service, he had to go coach a Special Olympics team. Yeah, that looks good. It's funny. I mean, there's lots of goofy stuff in it, but then there's just, it's a good story, too, where he continues to to coach these kids and his 90 days is up and he could leave. Does he leave? What does he do? Right. So yeah, it, it was good. Cool. I, I also Woody watched, Harrelson's, he's such a good actor. I watched three Woody Harrelson movies on what? the plane. Yeah. Would you agree? He's just such a versatile, great actor. He also uh, plays the guy who's has a drinking problem. And uh, so I don't know if that's typecasting or if that's just one of those things he just does real well, but he's really good. I watched Kevin. I watched hunger games. I've never seen hunger games. Oh, and yeah. I watched the first three of them. No, and in this movie, Jay, it's not really, it was more of he had a temper and mm, he just happened gotcha. to go get some drinks and then drive. I understand. I and you. so the rest of the movie, there was no, like, Woody struggling with drinking or oh, any good. of that stuff. So, yeah, that was, it kind of went away. Steve, did you watch a Woody Harrelson movie lately? No, but my question is, whatever happened to the whole Woody Harrelson, Matthew McConaughey being related thing? Is that still up for debate, or have they checked it's, on that? Or what's... Wasn't it confirmed? Oh, was it? Yeah, I think so. And it's very funny because in this movie, there is a line where one of the girls says to him about, 
having a dog face and he's like oh my what and she's like yeah you're no mcconaughey and she walks away <laughs> and i thought okay that's funny they're they're making fun of that situation i think it was confirmed that they there's a possibility they could be related not that they are related oh okay, you know okay. like through family and different times with their mom or something i don't know how that works but yeah well, you know how it works, but... I don't know how it works in this particular situation. Yes, that is yeah, fair. Yeah. Yep. Unless you want to do DNA testing, I would imagine. Yeah, it's... I, I Which, isn't love... it way more fun to just pretend that it is true than actually find out that it's not? Yes. Yes. Steve, have you ever seen the movie Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri? I have not. Okay. Is Woody know. Harrelson in that one, too? Oh, is he ever? He really? won an Academy Award for Oh, wow. See, this guy. You're right, Jay, Kevin. He you, is versatile. Have you watched that I one? I have not. No. Oh. I mean, it's real serious. It's yeah. It's very yep. serious. But it is one of those that back in the day, that was Slim had this little kick where he was like, we need to watch all the movies that were nominated this year right. for, the, for the Oscars. Because mm-hmm. we never know. It, nobody ever knows them, it right. feels like. And I did, and that was the one that just sticks in my head. And I'm always like, yeah, people should watch that movie. It's amazing. Woody Harrelson, the most underrated Harrelson? actor. Woody Harrelson. <laughs> what did I say? The most underrated most, Harrelson. The most underrated Harrelson. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Absolutely. I was going to say the most underrated Woody, but, you know, Sheriff Woody? Not underrated, though. Properly rated. Okay, so, properly rated. So he is the most yeah, underrated. I, yeah, I think he probably is the most underrated Woody. Famous people named Woody. Woody. Things you wouldn't think you would Google today. Uh-huh. It's going to be the number one. Uh, let's see. What pops up? Woody Hayes, coach. Oh, yeah. Properly rated. Woody mm-hmm. Allen. Mm, had some stuff. Yeah, off the field issues. Yeah, definitely had some things there. So, nope. Woody Harrelson. That's it. Yeah, Woody Harrelson, the winner. Most underrated Woody. Great on a 